What is up, you guys? This is Sahil Bloom here from the Curiosity Chronicle podcast and newsletter, and I'm coming to you trying something new, a totally off-the-cuff, unscripted short episode about something that's been inspiring or interesting me lately. I'm going to start doing more of this in the future to connect with people, to share things that I'm learning on the fly, and hopefully to create some value in your life. So today is going to be the start of that. I want to talk about a trip I took last week with a group of 50 other entrepreneurs. A lot of very successful entrepreneurs, multimillionaires, people ranging from $10 million to several hundred million dollars of net worth. An extremely, extremely impressive group. And what I want to share with you today is just some of the lessons, some of the insights, some of the things that I learned, some of the things I wrote down in my notebook, my little pocket notebook that I carry with me everywhere, that you might find interesting or that might inspire you or create some new insight in your life that will allow you to level up. So here are some of the things that I jotted down in my notebook that I found particularly interesting after spending those couple of days with this group. Number one, extraordinary people are really quite ordinary. This is something that time and time again I've learned in my life and I found inspiring. When I was young, I always assumed that extraordinary people were different, that they were built different from you and I, that they had some special set of skills or some magic that allowed them to get to where they were. Really, what I've learned and what I saw again last week was that these people were just willing to play a single game for a long, long period of time. Most of them had just found some small key insight and exploited it over and over and over again. I find that extremely inspiring. It's easy to say that we'll think and play in decades, but it's much, much harder to do. If you can actually do that, if you can actually play decade-long games, you have an incredible competitive advantage. The second one, sharpen the axe before chopping down the tree. I really came away feeling that most of these people had spent years figuring out what their unique insight was about the industry they were operating in, and then had gone on to actually go chop down that tree to continue playing the game based on that unique insight. It's so easy to jump straight to that point B, to start furiously chopping before you figure out what is that axe sharpening insight. That is a really, really key lesson that I think all of us can adopt and all of us can implement in our own lives. Number three, you gotta like hitting the ball. Novak Djokovic is famous for talking about this, that his success in tennis really came from the fact that he just loves hitting a tennis ball. It allows him to go out and continue to perform on a weekly, monthly, yearly basis because he just enjoys it. He has so much fun out there, and you can tell that he enjoys it more than some of the competitors he's playing against. If you really want to perform at whatever you're doing at that top 1% level, you have to like hitting the ball. You might be able to fake it in the short term or when things are going well, but when things get tough, as they inevitably will, being able to actually rely on the fact that you enjoy what you're doing is a huge, huge advantage. The fourth insight for me that I wrote down was just on the amplifying leverage of content and how impactful it can be for your business. Warren Buffett really was the OG, the original gangster content creator via his shareholder letters. It's a big aha moment for me to think of Warren Buffett as a content creator. I mean, he and Charlie Munger have really created an amazing content apparatus. Those shareholder letters started it, and the annual meeting that they host where 50,000 people come from all over the world to come listen to them speak has really cemented it. They've created a 
true aura around their business that actually expands the enterprise value of what they're doing. It's an incredible thing to think about if you aren't already implementing content, that just the fact that you can put out your ideas to the world, and really they're like idea magnets. You're putting things out into the world that some people will be attracted to, and some people will be repelled from, and that's perfectly okay. A fifth one, acting in the service of others is the path to lasting fulfillment. You cannot rely on on selfish reasons for driving things forward. It's very, very difficult to act selfishly for long periods of time and continue to perform. You will eventually lose steam on that. The people who had had the most success, I found were most grounded in serving others with everything they were doing. They were thinking about how to build their business to create more jobs, to serve more customers. It was always about service of others, about creating value and then receiving value on the back end of that. I left deeply inspired by it. The next one, be the first reader. This comes from an insight that David Senra shared on a quote from Stephen King, who once said, I'm not only the writer, I'm the first reader. This is the idea that you have to eat your own cooking. You have to create something that you would be thrilled to consume, whether it's content, products, or services. If you can honor that, if you can uh, live up to that high bar, you'll always be on the right track. Another one, do you know what you're saying yes to? Do you have a definition for what are the things that are absolute, non-negotiable yeses in your life? Everyone always talks about the need to say no to more things, but you can't say no to things unless you know what you're saying yes to. You can't say no to the new opportunities that come around, to the new asks that people bring you, if you don't know what it's taking away from. What are you saying no to by saying yes to this new thing? If you have your non-negotiable yeses, your family, your health, your meaningful work, it's much easier to say no to those shiny objects that inevitably come in and out of your life. Another one on home that I personally just really loved is this idea that the energy you bring to your home life is going to govern your relationships with your partner and your children. There are going to be seasons to your life where you have to go head down on your work, where you're working more hours than you otherwise would want to. Your professional pursuits during these periods will take up more of your time, but you can still be in control of the energy that you're bringing home. When you're with your family, you have to be with your family during these times. Bring that present energy. That, that energy, that present energy, much more than time, is what your partner and what your kids will pick up on. And finally, one last one that I want to share is just this idea of hunting antelope, not field mice. Newt Gingrich was the first one to talk about this, and I've heard Tim Ferriss talk about it in the past as well. We all need to stop wasting time and energy on the small decisions with the small rewards. Your energy is so limited, so use it to hunt the antelope. Go after the big thing, the big needle movers that are truly going to drive things forward. That is so, so important. A couple more short ones before I lose you here. Professionals consistently give themselves a chance to win. The speaker that brought this up talked about how golfers just try to get themselves on the green with a chance to make a birdie. They don't worry about the fancy, sexy shots along the way. What they're worried about is just getting on the green and giving themselves a chance to win. They hit the boring shots that keep them in the hunt, and they avoid the big miss so that they can stay in the game. The last one that I will share with you, who you choose as your life partner is the most important decision you'll ever make. Finding a partner who complements your strengths 
and someone who's willing to crawl through the mud with you is really the ultimate life hack. Okay, fine, one more, because I'm seeing it in my notes now staring at in front of me. The person you are at home is really what matters in the end. If you're thoughtful and energized in your work, and then you go home and shut off around the people you love, you're playing the game all wrong. You have to show up with authentic energy for your family and friends. One way I've seen it described is that at your funeral, you would want everyone to say the same thing about you, that you were the same person at home as you were in public, at your job, and everywhere else. Being true to yourself, being authentic, that is the ultimate goal in life. Be true to your values, live according to them, and always remember your most important thing. I hope you guys enjoyed this little impromptu episode. I'm going to start doing more of this as things inspire me on my journey, as things come up along the way, because I do feel I have a lot to share, and I hope it creates some value for you along the way. Hopefully no one minds the more off-the-cuff, more error-prone version of this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, and if you did, please share it with others as I try to grow the reach and impact more lives positively all around the world. As always, until next time, stay curious, friends.